welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's uh, it's the third Tuesday. This is, I love the third Tuesdays because you know why? We get to go to Natchitoches. Natchitoches is the oldest city in the state of Louisiana and it is one of Nancy and I's most favorite cities on the planet, even though it doesn't feel like a city. Um, this is a historic destination and uh, when you go to the downtown, well, it's actually a national historic landmark district. Um, it's 33 blocks of history and amazing architecture all set along the banks of the Cane River Lake. And so, you know, we do this show, as I was saying, every third Tuesday. And, of course, that means we get to chat with our good friend Arlene Gould, who is the executive director of the Natchitoches Convention and Visitor Bureau. So you can go to com and let me spell that out, N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. That's the website. So welcome back, Arlene. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you, ladies, and with your audience tonight. Hey, always good to have you on the show. And I know our audience loves you and we love you and we can't mm-hmm. wait because Nancy and I are super excited after all these years. I think we've been covering Natchitoches for almost 10 years now. Um, we've been talking about the Christmas festival and, you know, the festival of lights, this amazing th- talk about history, right? Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, historic sites and, and attractions and activities to go to during fall and the winter holiday season. But really, um, Christmas is coming to Natchitoches, and that is one huge historic highlight. And we get to actually be there this year, which is we're we're super stoked. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I always describe it as magical. Mm. It really, really is. It's just, it's just something special. And, you know, it's so nice is over the years, cause I've been to many of these, uh, Christmas festival, uh, events and fireworks every Saturday night, but, um, the people, people come from everywhere to come and, and, and just be together and share some holiday and make memories with their family and friends. We've met people that have come all the way from Alaska that meet up with other family or friends here. Almost every other year, they make it a trip to come here. This is the meeting spot and they just, you know, they enjoy it, but it's not just them. It's a lot of others that come to make a lot of great memories. So, I mean, cause this has been like you're saying going on for so many years and it it goes what the the first Saturday before um, Thanksgiving. This year is our ninety seventh annual Christmas festival season. Um, our utility department supervisor back in the nineteen twenties made a set piece, and it just kind of grew from there. But we it has it used to just be the first Saturday in December, and traditionally that is still Christmas festival day. That's when we do the big parade and we, you know, the festival area grows to all of the historic district, you know, downtown, downtown here on the riverbank and front street. But, um, the lights now, uh, come on on the Saturday before Thanksgiving and they stay on through January the 6th, which is the start of Mardi Gras season. So it has gotten so big and grown so much that we now have. Our Christmas festival season is six weeks, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, all the way through January 6th of every year. How many lights again? Light, like 
Oh, I don't want to say it's probably close to over a half a million now because now they're starting to do the side streets where they're stringing it up. I used to have from the utility department how many miles of lights that they have, you know, strings of lights. But it's the set pieces that are along the Cane River Lake. Um, they're set actually on the east side facing us on the west side. So they reflect in the water. And the, um, like I said, the utility department and electrical department guys, they welded these and made these handmade. They're each one. They're not bought out of a catalog. You know, they're, they're handmade pieces. So, um, there's over a hundred of those, a hundred wow. pieces. Yeah. So, so now does the actual downtown, like I was talking about 33 blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And- I, and I've walked those blocks. <laughs> yeah, you well, can basically because it's such a pleasant walk, you know. It's yeah, and and the history is so fascinating, and and I love the tours, the the walking tours that the Cane River mm-hmm. uh, National Heritage Area yeah. does. That's every second, every Tuesday, right? Actually, they, do, they do that every Wednesday through Saturday now. Wow! It's usually at ten o'clock in the morning. They'll come to my office. It's a ranger from the Cane River National Heritage Area, and they'll do a complimentary walking tour in the historic district. And it's very informative. It takes about forty-five minutes to an hour, but you know, for first timers to Come and really learn the history of Natchitoches. That's a great way to start. I always recommend that. And I always recommend a visit to Fort St. Jean Baptiste, which is how Natchitoches was established as a trading post in the early 1700s. Yeah, I think, I think the two are, are the ways to start off your visit. If you can make that work in your schedule. It kind of sets the ground for the whole appreciation of the history of this area. And, um, and the know, connection I, to no man's land too. That's, being part uh, yeah. Of it. No man's land, the El Camino Real. I mean, with Natchitoches being founded in 1714, think about it. That was four years before New Orleans was, you know, was established and became a city. But even as a state, uh, you know, it was here for a hundred and something years before Louisiana became a state. Natchitoches was already established. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it because it wasn't it like a French colony first. Like it, it was. It was a it was a post. Um Fort St. John Baptiste was uh the post. And um, you know, they set it up to trade with the Indians and to trade with the Spanish to the west in West Texas. And so um Louis Juchereau de Saint Denis is our founder. He is a French Canadian and um so he came here and and and, and you know, started a settlement here with the fort. And um, and it's said that he is buried. It is said, legend has it, rumor has it, <laughs> that he is buried at the cemetery, the American cemetery in downtown Natchitoches, which is, isn't it the oldest cemetery in the in state? In the Louisiana Purchase Territory, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me. That's right. Beyond, like it yes. goes beyond. And we have, uh, we have a special tour that, um, that happens about uh, the first Friday of every month. Um, we have someone, well, Scotty, we interview you. Scotty, he's awesome. Yes, he, he's from the Louisiana State Museum. It's the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame and Northwest Louisiana History Museum. But Scotty or, or Janae, the museum director, they do a, a tour of the American Cemetery for visitors. I mean, you can go anytime and do a self-guided tour, but they do a guided tour on the first Friday of every month. So, mm. 
I want to do that. You know, we want that. We, we've been, see, but look, we eventually get there. We're going to see Christmas. So this is good. Well, I, I want to bring up the fact that, you know, you know, we started our Love Your Parks tour in 2012, uh, documenting parks, National Park Service parks, um, which was over 1400 parks. When we started, I think there was 397 and now it's, you know, it's way in the 400s now. And, then we started, of course, realizing we needed to do state parks because they're connected. <laughs> um, and now we do all parks. Um, and we found out about Natchitoches because of Cane River Creole National Historical Park. And it was actually mm-hmm. one of the newest parks. Um, it was established as a National Park Service unit on November 2nd. So its anniversary is coming up in 1994. So it's just over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing when we went there and we met you there actually the very first time there That's at the park. Right. That, that is how we met. So yep, there. Yeah. And, and look, um, we haven't been able to get rid of each other ever since we've been. And we love and, that. And we uh, love that. no, we, we appreciate uh, you, you and Nancy both, both very much. And so oh, we appreciate you guys too. I mean, you guys have shown us what Louisiana is about. Your hospitality is second to none. I mean, you know, you, I remember you when you realized what we were doing on the tour, you're like, come bring your laundry. Arlene knows how to cook, but like the hospitality um, in Louisiana and understanding the different cultures, it, you know, everybody normally goes straight to New Orleans, which is where you're yes. from. All right. It, and that yeah, that's sense. my hometown. Yep. But it is the gateway. When you think of the New Orleans, you think of it as the gateway to, to Louisiana, you know, but it, but it's true. A lot of people get to Louisiana and, and if you take some time and just venture out a little bit to see other parts of the state, you'll see how different we are. Yet we're still connected in many, many ways. I think when we got to you, we ended up spending a whole month in the region. Like then it was like, Oh, well, now you got to go here. Now you got to go here. And it was like, (laughs) everybody's so friendly. And the history is, um, I, I just, sometimes I think, you know, people, you know, I love books. Everyone read books. Yes. Watch movies. Yes. I think but part go, of that, go. I honestly think that part of that is because our history is so well documented that we have the stories and we have been good record keepers and, you know, time keepers, um, of the events. I mean, you know, even here at our Natchitoches courthouse you know i mean they have records dating back to the 1700s and so many people have been able to go back and trace their their you know their their family genealogy from all the old court records and church records from the 1700s it's kind of amazing and i mean um you know several you know even documentaries i mean people really are Mm -hmm. able to find you know the the information because of the documentation that you know we have like Not the genealogy museum, you have that genealogy library, the library that we went to. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and Cami Henry, uh, who then. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cami Henry, you know, she, when she died, she left behind 300 scrapbooks of, you know, newspaper clippings and funny you know, clippings too. They weren't just like, you know, yeah, they were a little bit, funny. It's like a little bit of everything. It's, it's kind of amazing to go up there to, to look at some of the original scrapbooks and see some of the things that she actually clipped and saved. I used to think I was related to her because I started doing newspaper clippings from the 1970s when I was, you know, a very young girl. And I was like, I don't know why, but I had this, chest full of newspaper clippings and still I like to cut out newspaper clippings I don't know why 
Well, Nancy did that when we left Kenya. She she used the newspaper clippings because they were really interesting and different. Uh-huh. You know, you're talking about in the yeah. 70s and 80s and there's wild stuff happening. And then by the, she used it to wrap our stuff when we were shipping it out of the country. And when we got <laughs> when we got to England, all the newspaper clippings were taken. Well, but good. anyway, but but that's the thing. These these things are so important. We think about it now. But when you go to places that have preserved the history, but also really appreciate it, I, I think they're. I want to go deeper in that because I think you guys really do appreciate um, the history and the history is not uh, all happy, happy, joy, joy. It's uh, very diverse. It's very rich. Mm-hmm. It's yep. deep. It's yeah. up, down, all around. And the thing is, I think the parks do such a good job. Like when you go on that walking tour, the Cane River National Heritage Area, go to Cane River Creole National Historical Park, you'll go to a plantation that you're going to see it from way back when that goes all the way into like you know, your great grandmother's house or grandmother's house, depending on your age, you know, where suddenly <laughs> like you'll see like, you know, um, Bisco or something, in there, you know, in the, the kitchen. old linoleum flooring in the kitchen. Yeah. The, but it's a bicentennial farm. Like a table. Yeah. And then you're going to see slave cabins at the yeah. second, you know, yeah. there's the Oakland plantation and then there's a Magnolia plantation, all part of that uh, Cane yeah. River Creole National Historical Park. And then the slave cabins are, I think, one of the only ones that are the brick cabins. And when you go there, it's going to give you like that side of like, yeah, reality, this did happen in our country. And Mm -hmm. I think it's very important um, to understand sharecropping history. Um, All of these histories, whether good, bad or ugly, um, we, we need to experience and understand and know. And the, I think the park rangers do an amazing job and the interpretation is done so well that it's like, let's get move beyond the arguments and get to the real thing of what is just understand. And right. I, I think Louisiana at the same time, you, you can go through you in, in a day, right. You can go to, yeah, you can do both. You can do both the plantations, you know, in a day, like one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And I just want to mention that the Cane River um, uh, Creole National Historical Park, you know, it's the two sites, mm-hmm. Oakland and Magnolia. But I wanted to point out that they are the only two national bicentennial farms west of the Mississippi River, which mm-hmm. means it was owned and farmed by the same family for over two, uh, families, because each one, one was the Herzog, one was the Prudhams, for over 200 years. I mean, when the National Park Service took these over in 1990s, I mean, the attic was stuffed with 200 years of letters and, you know, trunks full of clothing and dolls and tools and just anything you can imagine. It was stuffed with, you know, packed with all these things that are, have been archived. And it's just amazing. Mm. And then around the corner... Oh, now do they, because we're talking about the winter and the holidays. So I, I want to bring this up because that's kind of our theme today. Cause we can derail anytime we want here. Cause there's just so much to experience in Natchitoches. But, you know, we're thinking about fall and the winter. It is, you know, if you're walking on a farm, listen, the first time we went to Natchitoches in summer, it's a little warm during the day. So yeah. this is a good time to actually go to these, um, mm-hmm. plantations. It's nice and cool. It could be cold. Um, yeah. as well, because the temperature likes to do what it wants to do, but, um, it's going to be nice, but do they decorate 
like for the holidays, like at they Mount Rose. Do, they we do haven't done in the big house, in the big house at uh, Oakland, they may put out some small decorations. Now, Melrose Plantation, which is not part of the National mm-hmm. Park, it's kind of uh, located in between both Oakland and Magnolia along Cane River. They will decorate for the holidays. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you'll have many hotels in the downtown historic district that they'll do tours because they're all, their houses are decorated and they'll have some tours where people can actually go into the homes and and do a Christmas tour, um, the two weeks after the first two weeks in December, they can do the Christmas you know tour of these of these private homes, some of these homes. But wow. um, yeah, but um, but they don't decorate like uh, like the Oakland and Magnolia National Park doesn't decorate like downtown decorates. Mm. What about the state park, the fort? Does it do? Oh, uh, the Ford has special events and they do some, uh, Christmas programming. Um, as a yeah. matter of fact, they're going to have some stuff going on on November 18th when you're here visiting. Uh, so they'll have a special program going on on November 18th for the holidays. I love that because, you know, that, that's something I always go back to, like during what was Christmas like or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving like, um, back in the day, you know, we're actually right. doing a military history show on that. Some of the history, like what did soldiers do during World War II? And that's or- exactly what they'll be doing, reenacting what the soldiers would have been doing. Oh, um, wow. Um, yes, Christmas on the Cane program. It's going to last all day and it's on November 18th. So, yeah. Oh, um, wow. Wow. That's and that's the thing is like, you kind of want to know, like, what did they do on the farm? Like, uh, you know, at Oakland or Cane River Creel National Historical Park that it is now, or what, you know, what was it like in Natchitoches back then? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you guys keep it up. And what about St. Augustine? Um, the, the, I was out at St. Augustine this past weekend. They had their Creole Festival at the St. Augustine Catholic Church. They have, I mean, that church dates to over 200 years and they've been doing this um, festival for the Creole families. They had so many different families for, there for their reunion. Many, many, many Matoire family members, Sylvie, Rocks, you know, they had a different, they had different families, but, um, I mean, people come in from Los Angeles and Chicago and it's so nice that all these family members come in for their reunion back to their ancestors land where it all started basically. Wow. That's amazing. Yep. So in St. Augustine, isn't it one of the oldest black churches? Yes. By, you know? It dates back to 1803 when Augustine Matoire, um, his brother Lewis built the first church. I think it's on, it's, they're now on their third church on the actual site. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, it dates back to 1803. Mm, so, wow. Well, and the Matoires are connected to Melrose Plantation. That is true. Like that is that. correct. Claude Thomas Pierre Matoire would have been their father, the white Frenchman. The mother would have been Marie Therese Quanquan, a former slave woman who was given her freedom. So she became a free person of color. And the Matoire family, all, you know, the children were all, you know, able to get out of slavery and become landowners and they became the richest free people of color in America back wow. in the early 1800s. It's amazing. You can imagine so that. I, slaves. What, yep. I wonder what happened with the sharecroppers during the holidays and the slaves during the holidays. 
were they, mm. it, you know, I wonder about that. So I want to go to these programs. Yeah. I'd like to, I think yeah, Nancy and I might have to do some research. Well, we and, and I'm going to give you some, a new, uh, a new announcement that, you know, we now have a national park headquarters, Cane River Creole National Park, National Historical Park is opening a visitor center and national headquarters here in the historic district at the old train depot that Mm. had sat vacant for 40 years it's a beautiful 1927 spanish style architectural building that they uh, just recently uh, put a civil rights marker on the civil rights trail that the lieutenant governor has recently launched across the state we have a marker in front of the train depot and um, so they're going to be doing interpretive um, exhibits on the interior. So I don't think that the interior and the visitor center will be completed until probably January. But the um, the exterior and the building itself, they just finished and completed, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Wow, wow! So what? So is it? When's it opening? Opening? Like is it I am up? I am guessing and hoping by January because you know they have ah. to do all the interior um exhibit yeah. you know the the installation of the exhibits so mm. I don't know how long that will take but I'm crossing my fingers and I'm just saying I'm hoping it's by January so I did mm. notice just this week that the national park offices have moved their furniture into the building and their conference room into that part of the building. So now that somebody is actually in the building, they're probably going to be there every day to start making sure that those installations are, are happening, you know, on a regular basis. So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. Fantastic. Yep. Now what, now what happens like during, I know you've got the big Christmas festival, um, but you know, through fall and winter, like now, um, you know, through winter, downtown, you know, is it festive, you know? Yes. Uh, well, I'll give you an idea of what this, this weekend was like. Friday night, um, APHN, the Association for Preservation Historic Natchitoches, which owns and operates Melrose, they did an in-town candlelight tour. And, uh, so they had the Cunningham Law Office, which is the headquarters for the Natchitoches Historic Foundation, and several original Clementine Hunters are there. So they did that. They did the LeMay House, which is mm-hmm. the headquarters for APHN. And also it was, uh, Weezer's house in the movie Steel Magnolias. Some of you might oh. recognize that. And then they had, uh, Jefferson Street Townhouse. It was on, uh, they were on tour Friday night. And so, um, Saturday and Sunday was the Melrose Fall Festival with mm, probably 80 vendors of arts and crafts out there for their fall festival. And at the same time at the St. Augustine Catholic Church was their Creole Festival, both Saturday and Sunday. So that was this weekend. The weekend before that, we had Taptober, which is the food and beer, oh, yeah. um, uh, excuse me, uh, beer and wine. Uh, festival on the downtown riverbank and then the week before that was our Natchitoches car show which is usually at the end of September um, or first week in October they had over 440 cars registered this year it just keeps oh my gosh so everything it was awesome 
It was awesome. So, well, yes, uh, it's an idea of our fall events for October. And then now, now the Christmas lights are actually going up. They're putting up the poles and they're stringing the lights. Um, probably as we speak, the Natchitoches Utility Department is out there, you know, stringing up lights across the road, you know, throughout all of the historic district. Wow. So, yeah. So, and shopping, we should mention shopping is like another thing to do. If you're going to go shopping for the holidays, I'd say go to a historic downtown <laughs> because you can stop and have like really good food, have something, you know, to drink, you know, get in the festive right. spirit we in between it, we, shopping. We call it strolling and shopping. Yes. Strolling. It's very nice. Yep. But it's very course, nice downtown. You have to stop at the Cafe Frederick, uh, General Mercantile, the oldest yes. store in the state. It's been open since 1863. They have some fabulous stuff in there. Even upstairs, they have her Christmas shop right now. She just opened it in September. So Cafe Frederick's, Hello Dolly, which is, um, just, you know, two doors from my office, but she has been on Front Street. It's a beautiful boutique and she's been on Front Street for over 40 years. Those wow. are some of the, the favorites. And then there's, um, uh, Brenda's and we now have Stella's, which is a year round Christmas store, which is great for our city. So, you know, we we're known for our Christmas festival. So it's great to know that we have a Christmas store year round, mm-hmm. but we do. We have some, we have Cane River kitchenware. We have plantation treasures. We've got George's gift shop and is a candy some- shop still there? The candy shop. Yeah. Candy. Yep. Cane oh. River candy company's right next door. It sure is. I you try to Priscilla? stay out there. <laughs> Priscilla, our little sock monkey, likes it in there. She wanted to hang out in that taffy section. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Well, you know, the, speaking of food, okay. So let's talk about cultural food history, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because that's the one thing. What What would you say for over the holiday season? I well, mean, you guys know the meat pies. Is that meat happening? Meat pies and tamales. Christmas? Yeah, meat pies and tamales, jambalaya, gumbo. You know, those are just kind of our staple items. And then we, of course, have Grayson's Barbecue that's been around for over 60 years. They've been, you know, written up and, you know, recognized by Southern Living as one of the great barbecue pit stops in Louisiana. It's delicious. It is. They, you know, of course, have their smoked ham. And, oh, my God, they, they ship out thousands of them during the holidays. So it's always interesting to go there and see all the hams laid out and getting ready to be shipped out. So what happens with the meat pies? Like, do people start placing orders like in Yeah, and you advance? can freeze them. Yeah, you know, you can freeze them. And that way, when you have a house full of company, you just, you know, you can bake them or, you know, prepare them. That's and like, that way you have easy, you know, party food or family, you know, easy to without having, family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When somebody, everyone comes over, you know, you have all the extra exactly. poppins. You have you something that's here it is. Too. Many, many mm. meat pies, or you can get the larger ones for a whole meal, you know. So I, and, and, okay. So what do you, do you have eggnog daiquiris over the holiday <laughs> season? <laughs> By the gallon. No way. Seriously. You do. Yeah. You can get oh them by the God. gallon. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys in They're the deck, so drive through daiquiri stores. I still crack up about it. I love it. I love it. I, I can't wait for Nancy and I to, to visit Natchitoches, um, just so and I can take like, you to the drive through the holiday daiquiri. season. Yeah, yeah, we want to do that. We want twinkly lights at the daiquiri. <laughs> but, but no, honestly, it's so exciting to, to come out, um, you know, for the Christmas season. 
you know, since we and won't be actually there over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me to to witness Natchitoches when it's not July. It's yep. it's. I think we had one stopover once in February when it was winter, and it was a very oh. short short visit. Yeah. And um and but so we're very excited to experience a whole other side of Natchitoches, and we love Natchitoches. And there's so many historic sites, museums, um to experience. But I think you know to to look at history in a different way. Often we go to these historic sites and, and we're getting the big picture of what went down. Mm-hmm. But to actually think about, you know, with Natchitoches really, you know, historic roots. I mean, very, I mean, right. way, way back. Uh, the El Camino Real de los Tejas uh, National Historic Trail um, that goes all the way to, to Mexico, Mexico up to Natchitoches. And then you think about the Jefferson Highway that goes from Winnipeg to New Orleans. Um, all of this um, really kind of, if we could go to the sites and think about people that were there during the holiday season, what were they eating at that time? Were they cooking gumbo in a different way? Might um, have you, know, where, you know, think about people, you know, you, you think about all the, the military history and all the forts. How were they living? Were they, you know making their own candles. What did they eat? Um, were they cold? Uh, you know, there was the no man's land time frame where, you know, there was no law and order. What was going on? Rum was coming up through the bayous. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I have a feeling there was rum. Around, oh, yeah. I have a feeling. Um, yeah, was was sugar cane going at that time frame? Like I'm I was sure they had sugarcane that far back. I knew they had indigo. Even cotton came later. Cotton didn't come till later. Some of the crops up here. So, but sugarcane never made it up this far that I'm aware of. No, no. Even but today I just, we don't have sugarcane this far up. So, but I bet there were some privateers that brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who knows but everyone that's a thing too um if you go to uh visit nomansland.com on their site and we also have it on our site in nakadish.com uh if you go to uh blend radio and tv.com i can put those links up there's a food trail and so mm-hmm. if you're driving during the holidays to get to your family or you're on vacation i'm just gonna say Stop at the gas stations. They have good food and there's a whole food trail and, um, you're going to find those meat pies and oh, all those delicious good. I mean, you could get a whole hot lunch. I mean, where else can you do that? You know, know, from a gas station. Isn't that crazy? Like you don't get that, you know, the next state over or if they do, they're just copying. Yep. The you guys have it going. I love it. Yep. It is. I it's love it. Pretty interesting. Well, Arlene, you gotta go to the all- French Market Express and get some yam cakes or something. Oh, that's right. You know, think about yam. It's the, you know, Thanksgiving time. Uh, gotta do that. You know what? We didn't do that yet. We always well, put it on the list. We haven't had the end. We'll put it on the list. We're going to have to do that. That will be our Thanksgiving treat. That's what we'll do. We'll have yam cakes from the, you know, the, old the saying, French I market. Haven't, haven't been there yet, but it's on the list. <laughs> you know, I know. There's, it's never ending. You always, we, we talk, we, like I said, we've been covering Natchitoches for almost 10 years now. And all I can say is it's still, we still haven't covered it all at all, <laughs> at all. 
So um, Arlene, always a pleasure. We can't wait for next month. We'll be talking more about the holiday festival and the holiday uh, trail of lights going through the state. And um, after that, you know, we're going to be telling you all about what we experienced uh, during the Thanksgiving. Uh, That's going to be the fun week. part, because then we, when you personally experience and taste it and, you know, just feel the excitement, then you can describe it how you felt, you know, describe your feelings. You know, it is. I call it magical. It's it's just amazing. I can't wait to see the lights and the lake all lit up and the downtown all lit up and Christmassy. And um, we're going to have to figure out this daiquiri thing, too. That sounds fun. (laughs) You know we have to do that in a meat pie, in a meat pie. Uh, Everyone, Nakadish.com is a website to go to, N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. That's how Nakadish is spelled and pronounced as Nakadish, not Natchitoches, as as I said for many years. Um, We're here every third Tuesday with Arlene and guests um, here on Big Blend Radio. You can keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. We always thank you for listening, and thank you, Arlene. We can't wait to see you. Oh, same here. Take care.